You're Gonna Meow Podcast Network. Universal Pictures invites you. I'm gonna deliver that truck and nothing is gonna get in my way. To buckle up. Hold on tight. And watch out for the other guy. Patrick Swayze, Randy Travis, and Meatloaf. A film by the director of Passenger 57, Black Dog. You can drive. It's coming back to me. Nick, why don't we go ahead and do uh, do some personal inter- introductions? Yeah, well, uh, you've already said my name. I, I kind of so why don't you that. say your name? I'm Dave Lowry. Hey, Dave. How's it going, Nick? <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, Dave Lowry of Bad Movie Suggestion fame. What? You should join that fan page on Facebook. It's, it's really cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, that'll be sort of our fan outreach page. We'll talk more about that later. But for now, um, Nick, what are we doing here today? Uh, we are we are starting right uh, with a personal pick from Dave. Yep. Uh, one of his uh, all-time favorites. Oh, what is boy. it again? I'm starting to regret it now, but I picked the uh, Trucker uh, smash em up flick, Black Dog. Uh, now, this is a Patrick Swayze versus Meatloaf joint, and it's from 1998, and um, you might not have heard of it because it's it's forgotten, maybe it, maybe it, for a good reason. I don't know. It 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 it, it is forgotten. I, I've, I've seen it before uh, a long, long time ago, uh, mostly because... Uh, why it's stuck in my memory is mostly because of the black dog urban legend uh, that truckers have about uh, the title of the film that only truthfully only pops up once in the movie and not at the not at the climax. Very, very Very briefly covered um, uh, somewhere between the first and second acts, I'd say. And then it does not pay off whatsoever. You don't actually uh, encounter the dog. Uh, Let me just back up and say, what is the black dog? Of the film now, uh, according to the movie, um, again this is a trucker action flick. A black dog is a sort of magical dog that appears in the road, and it's a manifestation of sort of temptation. Um, it, it lures uh, truckers off the road. It's a sort of siren of of the trucker world, I'd say. And uh, they kind of explain that uh, Patrick Swayze is a former trucker that has uh, fallen on hard times after a bad run in with a black dog. And, um, well, do you want to just launch into the movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, the reason why, uh, we went with this one, apart from, uh, it just, you just saying that you really liked it, was that how many times have you made your girlfriend, uh, watch this film? Now, this is a, a movie, a VHS tape that I've forced my uh, loving partner to watch with me probably no less than three times and i think she rage quit rightfully so <laughs> on, on the last one and apologies there it, it, it's a tape that almost ruined my relationship in a way but you know that that's what makes us strong and that's, that's what makes us strong film. that's how you know love is a is a force in the universe for um, sure but yeah so the uh the movie itself uh uh starring patrick swayze fresh off his uh, getting his own star on the Walk of Fame the year before, so he's 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 riding high. They want him for this movie, even though he just, even though he had uh, broken his legs six months earlier, uh, doing a HBO flick 
Letters from a Killer, I think, that is even less known than Black Dog. Uh, a huge sacrifice, but worth it, because we all remember Letters from a Killer. <laughs> I, I think that is synonymous. When you hear Patrick Swayze, you, everyone just says, is that the guy from uh, Letters from, Letters a, from killer? a Killer? Uh, yeah, the one he broke his legs for? It was a great <laughs> film. But seriously, though, Patrick Swayze at this point has nothing to prove. I mean, so many amazing movies. Um I actually have a, a fan theory later that I'll, I'll bring up uh, revolving around some of his former uh, characters, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But you sold me on this film uh, probably less than 10 minutes into me watching it. So yeah, I saw it once, and I remember the Black Dog urban legend, and I remember that it was a trucker movie, and that was about it. That was all. So I basically went in blind, and within 10 minutes, there is at least five 90s accent tropes clicked off, including a awesome truck car chase scene where a truck explodes before the end of the opening credits. Yes, it is. It is. So right there, sold. Yeah, I'm I'm still sold. As much as I have misgivings this time around watching this movie, I got to say this movie kicks ass on a lot of levels. I am not backing off of the truck craziness that is going off on this movie, uh, Nick, what what is going on in the opening um, truck chase in this in this in this movie? So there's a trucker driving through uh, a city. I'm not even sure its name. I think it's. I think I saw a sign for like Charlottesville or something. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it really doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter. And but he's driving. He notices that uh, Charles S. Dutton Rock uh, from TV's Rock is following him uh, along with. Uh, Three to four cars filled with other suits. This is one of the worst um, clandestine follows of, of a, a truck you're going to see. They basically in a movie. all just pull up next to him yeah. in their unmarked, uh, inconspicuous cop cars. Yeah, they remember not to put their sirens on. That's about it. That's about as good as they did. And uh, you know, uh, um, try to pull him over, and immediately he books it. We don't know what from. Or why they uh, obviously had a sting operation going on this guy? Well, we're get, we're gonna figure it out pretty quick. We, because... we figured it out pretty quick, but they don't. There's no uh, context. There's no setup for this. It just dude in a truck, cars <laughs> pull up next to him. He books it and then just goes on a Jerry Bruckheimer rush through the city, blasting through any car in his way. Yeah, yeah. We're immediately these are real trucks blasting as you said through cars. Uh this is just crazy real stunts and um yeah, it's uh it's it's part of the art of uh this film. It's in media res. We don't need context. We don't know That's need right. to know who's following uh this truck, what this truck is carrying. Shit is is jumping off right from the get-go. And uh very quickly um a crate from this truck falls off it splits open what do we see da na na guns yeah illegal weapons uh this is a movie about this is our first theme of the film um which is guns and the trucks that uh, ferry them to and fro i would say that's pretty much the heart of this movie because that, that's what uh yeah that's the the job that they uh convince swayze to come out of retirement for which in by the way in one of the most brazenly, openly corrupt boss scenes mm -hmm. I've ever seen. Yeah. So We're, let's uh, uh, set this, this up. Th this this truck chase is is crazy. Uh, long story short, this truck uh, does like a barrel roll and explodes. 
Um, there's a bunch of cops yelling at each other. Fast forward to Patrick Swayze as some sort of ill-defined working class hero. Um, you can tell because he's got grease on his face. He's under a truck. He's tinkering around. And he's got a, a jerk uh, boss yelling in his ear. And um, immediately his boss says, hey, I'm a sleazy guy. I need a, a corrupt sort of crime thing. You, you interested? It pays 10 grand. Patrick Swayze says, no, I'm a working class hero, in so many words, and leaves. And immediately, and this is one of the funniest things to me, immediately goes home and discovers that he owes the bank $9,000 or his wife will be out on the street and his family is destroyed. So Immediately, like the family set uh, or the film sets up that he basically has no choice to, but to do this down to the exact dollar amount. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so he uh, so he goes down and meets the other antagonist of the film, uh, the the main antagonist, Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Quoting Bible verses and uh, cutting and running guns, running guns, cutting uh, coupons out of newspapers. He's a real kooky character with a couple of quirks. But, he's got um, Randy Travis on his payroll. Yeah, he's got uh, singer songwriter Randy Travis uh, farting around, and it's kind of a meta thing. This character wants to be a songwriter. Get it, folks? This level, this movie is deep, dude. Yeah, he even sings a few of his songs uh, riding shotgun. It's funny because uh, they're bad. Because they're bad, mm-hmm. you get it. Even though his are. But but actually, he can sing, and there's plenty of Randy Travis songs over like pretty much the whole movie. Yeah, so there's actually a uh, a highlight music video I found on YouTube just for the rig, just for the truck that's featured in yeah. Uh, yeah. in Black Dog, as there should be with Randy Travis songs playing over it. It's just stills of the truck in different scenes of the movie. Now, is this the video you were telling me about that was made by French fans? Of that the was film? a different one. There was okay. there was there was another French fan who yeah made a compilation of all the truck chases and fights in the film, um, and cut out ninety eight percent of the dialogue. Oddly enough, with just weird music playing over it. But the the, the ones they missed were little random uh, French shrieks of exclamation during during fights and stuff <laughs> so it was, it, was, it was very strange it's very strange um but uh so uh, we've got jack cruz by the way his, this that, guy's uh, name is jack cruz patrick swayze and all american uh, name Perfect. uh jack cruz has no choice but to be a criminal question mark and do crime stuff although he doesn't know exactly what he's in for yet uh so it's it's jack cruz randy travis uh, two random dudes and a big mean black dog. Um, yeah, that's right. pretty much our posse, and that's going to be the rest of the movie. It's just those guys driving and people trying to hurt them. That's the whole flick. Um, Which, when you say it like that, doesn't really sell it to me. But in the preview of the movie, uh, they they sell it better. Uh, movie voice guy sells sells it pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though it, it it is just just kind of sounds like mid nineties action movie. But at the end, the coup de gras, which really brought people in, I think, was that he says, uh, in movie movie guy voice, trucks, Swayze, meatloaf. Yeah, and that's yeah. I mean, perfect. that's that's exactly how I sell this movie to people when they <laughs> Listen, ask me about it. Trucks, Swayze. Meatloaf. Uh, amen. Amen, brother. And and I actually told somebody about this recently, uh, someone I didn't know that well, an acquaintance, and they were like, is this real? Like, that was an honest question. They, <laughs> they thought I was just like, I guess, having a stroke and, and making up a movie about meatloaf and trucks and such. But like, Were you having a fever dream? And <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> talking in your fifth, sleep? Fifth time I've seen this movie, and I still am on the fence there. 
Um, okay, so Patrick Swayze is Jack Cruz. He's on the road. He's hauling guns. Uh, spoiler alert. And we've got our first car battle coming up here. And I think this is a this is another great action sequence. It's just muscle cars uh, flying off the road, taking off over hills. And this like this this really does it for me. I'm I'm into this bit. Um, it's it's a good chase scene through the countryside. Uh, eventually these cars are driven off the road and explode. Uh, our body count so far, as far as I can tell, is two, two to four. But we're, we're killing people. But well, even if they're not killing people, which they are. They are. But they are definitely <laughs> destroying pedestrians and, and other innocent drivers on these highways through Georgia. Yeah. And the Appalachians, I no, guess. No police attention other than the FBI watching this from afar yeah. in some kind of situation room. Which, but which, yeah, awesomely, when uh, the corrupt boss sells the job to Jack, he says, like, hey, it's a 15 hour drive, one way. It's one of the easiest smuggling routes ever. You can do it in a day. You'll be back by dinner tomorrow. Oh, it's yeah. All fine. And in that, in that, I wrote this down. In that speech, he goes, uh, Patrick says he's like, hey, man, I can't truck a uh, black dog and stuff. I'm retired. And he goes, what? Your parole officer said you can drive an ice cream truck through hell during the 4th of July. <laughs> to which I would respond, what does that mean? <laughs> and why does your parole officer talk like that? I, I mm, Anyway, moving on. Um, uh, but immediately, immediately uh, after starting this drive, you know, 45 minutes into their 15-hour drive, uh, they get attacked by a truck and a Trans Am that's shooting at them and sliding down highways and busting through pickup trucks and uh, and Meatloaf's side truck that he's in. Uh, so immediately there's already, like, th- you're not off the radar anymore. Like, no. Multiple, the FBI should be on you right now. No. But that's- I, I would also like to add that their crime is transporting a bunch of AK-47s. Now, I'm not like a legal expert, but I'm pretty sure you can kind of just buy as many AKs in Georgia as you want and kind of take them anywhere you want. I don't really know the details of these guns, but... Um, I want to say there I, was I, other stuff in there. I feel like this is a strange vision of of the South and, and gun control in general where it's really, really hard to just buy regular automatic rifles. But um, anyway... Uh, <laughs> It's for me. It's it's a plot hole in this movie. I think. Well, uh, the 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 next car chase was it was pretty quick after that because they make it through there and then they immediately uh, go to a way station. Yes, which Randy Travis yes. doesn't want them to go to. And this is another interesting wrinkle in this movie, which makes me go: Is this literally a movie for truckers? Because there is a very long, tense scene of just going to a way station, and is my rig going to pass this weight test in front of these cops? Like, I feel like this is a very audience-specific uh, suspense scene um, that makes me kind of love this movie. I, I love this uh, very specific. Some genre flavor of it. But when you looked up, uh, didn't you look up some stuff on that truckers didn't were angry of all, all the mistakes? Oh that yeah, were yeah, made? yeah. They, uh, there is. If you go on IMDb trivia, there is a huge amount of uh, truckers calling out very, very specific things, <laughs> such as like um, when uh, in this in this scene, when Swayze revs his engine, he claims that it's this type of engine, but you can clearly hear that that's actually a Caterpillar engine. And it's like, checkmate. 
Checkmate out there to that guy watching the, this movie. There, there are nerds for everything. There are nerds for everything. Truck nerds. And it's kind of a beautiful thing. But, uh, you know, I get the feeling that, um, like nerds of any stripe, as much as they hate, they love this movie. And 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 right for like even even though there there are a plethora of uh, continuity issues, like someone made a a, a compilation of all the yeah you know, all the continuity things that the, went the, wrong. You know what? That are pretty that are pretty blatant. Pish posh, pish posh. I have to say, it'll be like things where it's like um, when the you know when the muscle car veers off the road and smashes in its front in the next scene you can see it's not smashed yet yeah, and yeah. it's like i was too busy just screaming vroom vroom <laughs> and like having a great time so fair, yeah fair point fair point i i also think there's a lot of like dad slash um i don't know just dad jokes in this movie like there's a part where there's a bump in the road and his co-pilot goes oh, yeah. what was that and swayze goes a mazda and there's Ooh. like eh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Yeah. Now, do you think uh, Kevin Sorbo could have pulled that off as well as Swayze? Because he was originally supposed to be Jack Reeves. That is fascinating. That that he. I think. I think Swayze was killing it in this movie, and I am offended that you're suggesting that he was anything less than I was, flawless. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't saying that. The studios said that originally when they wanted TV's Hercules. To bring that firepower of Saturday action pack afternoon ratings. I don't like. To this I don't like imagining Sorbo in this role. I think that gives it a different vibe. That I am not. I'm glad that we exist in the timeline where it's Swayze and not Sorbo. Um, but that's my that's my hot take. In the end, I, I am too. I think I think he did. I think he did way better. It wouldn't have been a, a as opposed to a uh, matinee movie, it would have been a USA original movie if Kevin Sorbo had been in this, I think. Speaking I don't think of, it would have played as much. Speaking of casting, this is one thing that I was sad about this time around. I testify about how great this movie is to people, largely uh, based on Swayze, Meatloaf, and Trucks kicking ass. And I, those elements are in this movie. They're great. But there is not as much Meatloaf in this movie, as I remembered, um, he's in there. He's sh- uh, shooting straight out of his truck. He's screaming Bible verses, but there's just not as much as I remembered, and as much as I want. So. And this th- this happens a lot with uh, uh, personal favorites, where you fixate or something hits you the first time around, and that becomes a big chunk of the movie. When if you looked at it or came at it objectively or blind, like when I watched it, I was like. Milo didn't. I'll, I didn't think it a bunch, but I was like, Dave loves Milo is in this movie, but he's only in here for like five minutes. It's true. He's basically the end, really. Yeah. I had some kind of I don't know reverse amnesia where I remembered a bunch of meatloaf scenes that weren't even here, and it's very <laughs> strange. This movie has two villains. Um, it's basically a gunrunner and the guy a gunrunner sells to, and um, it doesn't. That's a big mistake for me. I think they should have just had meatloaf is a kingpin and he's up to no good. Right. And um, so, yeah. But then you wouldn't have had, well, you maybe not, maybe you wouldn't have had all the uh, crazy, crazy chases. Cause there's, there's, there's a, there was an, so there, my favorite thing about this film is that it bookends, opens with a cool, unexplained car chase. And then the end of the movie has another oh boy. amazing oh truck yeah. fight. It's great. It's great. The, the, the ultimate truck fight. With Meatloaf versus can Swayze we, and his family. Can we can we just really quick get through the rest of the where are we at in the in the plot of this well, movie? I, I, I think I think we're kind of it? like um, okay. So there's been a bunch of chases. Um, basically, 
Swayze's uh, family gets kidnapped. Um, there's some more chases, and finally, um, th- there's a large unnecessary shootout at a dock. Which I really location. liked. You liked it last night. I didn't like it, which I I I think might have been a effect of just being ready for bed. It was it was getting that towards midnight, that and I'm happen. old, so. <laughs> Um, because so, that's where the first antagonist goes down. He, yeah, they take Swayze down. Swayze saves his family. Sort of a B villain, and then uh, in a hilariously nothing to do with reality scene, the ATF and the FBI guys get together, and they're like, "Hey, man, look, we know you can't drive anymore, and we know you've killed like I don't know twelve dudes on the road in this crazy rampage on the way here." But guess what? And they literally hand him a pair of keys, and they're like, "Why don't you take this uh, piece of evidence and rolling crime scene of a truck you got over there? And, take that uh, to the impound yard. Take Great. your family and get the hell out of here. You're good. We like you." <laughs> and it's like, um, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> uh, now we're caught up to the end of the movie, and as you were saying, there is one final uh oh truck fight, and it's well, meatloaf returns. That's right, because earlier in the, the the second attempt to take Swayze and them off the road down a, down the side of a mountain, by the way, yeah, which he does. Awesome. He, there's there's so much awesomeness there. There's at least three eighteen wheelers. Uh, two go off. One goes through a mobile home. Yes. There's 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 and then yes, it's, uh, it's meatloaf better is, than it sounds. <laughs> it it is. It's and it sounds cool, but it's yeah. it's even better than that. Meatloaf is on the side the whole time in his giant jacked up dually mm-hmm. KC truck, to, yeah. oh you know, grown up Tonka truck, and uh, he gets run off the road. Uh, when Swayze throws one of his henchmen, who has the rebel flag stitched into his uh, very prominently uh, rebel into flag his jacket, does right. that does that a sign that he's a bad guy or just a random detail? I do not know. No, what he, he was he was he lived his life as a rebel. Sure, and he got thrown off the back of this truck uh, into the wind into Meatloaf's windshield, and then Meatloaf drives into an electrical plant. <laughs> And, but he's okay. He's inside of he's, it going, dang it, dang it, dang it. <laughs> it's, it's he's, he's just yelling at Swayze. Swayze. Yeah, pretty much. And the director was like, don't use that actor's name. And he was like, uh, I'm not doing another cut, damn it. <laughs> <A> meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm meatloaf. And, and so uh, they don't show him dead, but his all the guys are defeated, which – uh, by the way, we we didn't we didn't mention that. Or, I mean, we were talking about all these all these guys that die. But one of the great things about this film, as as a as a pure beautiful '90s action trope movie, mm-hmm. is I think I know where you're going here. But go is on. the henchmen deaths galore. There's just an endless number of cannon fodder mullet bad dudes. And they look like regular schmoes. That's what I love about it. These are not like hunky dudes from some L.A. gym or something like you might see in another action movie. These guys look like a guy that just was slurping down some eggs up the highway and he just got a cell phone call and there was he that one in truck. There was that one dude, Junior, who uh, dips and talks yes. all the time. And Meatloaf is like, you want to have some kids? And he's like, I don't know, maybe if I found the right woman. And he and he's like, well, you might want to work on that because you got a serious lack of balls. <laughs> That's rude. That's rude. And, uh, that guy dies. That meatloaf is just like, you never could drive, and then he <laughs> he drives off. Um, but yeah, it's 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 awesome when they can just come out of the like. How much money is this gun running operation making out of this? Uh, junkyard that meatloaf is running. Well, I don't want to get bogged down in in the fact that. None of this operation makes sense. I mean, I just turned my brain off. I'm, I'm just happy that trucks are just running straight through each other right. and doing barrel rolls. As, <laughs> as you should be. Which, a perfect uh, tie into the end, because uh, Meatloaf T-bones him 
with a with a truck. He, yep. I apparently he snuck in to he, this sneaky truck as a ninja truck situation. He's got a ninja truck. Apparently, five hundred yards scene. from the like nine thousand cops they were just talking to. <laughs> like now, it's like the quiet part of the railroad or whatever. And but, it's a maze of uh shipping uh, containers. Shipping containers. Yeah. And Milov T bones him. And then Swayze, the man in capital letters that he is, looks at his family and is like, "I got it. We, we got to take this. I have to take this guy out. All yeah. right. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna drive this truck behind us the rest of our lives if I don't <laughs> stop him now." And so they get into a dog fight with uh Ooh, with trucks. I see what you did there. <laughs> a black dog. Fight. A black dog fight with trucks uh, throughout the maze of these shipping containers. And Meatloaf is uh. Talking about how, yay, though, through I walk through the valley of death, I shall He's fear doing no a evil. bunch of Bible quotes, but none of them are really like They're apropos. pretty random. Yeah. They're super random. You know, I feel like they could have done a better job with that. And then uh, it's pretty great. They're driving through water barrels, which are there for no reason, piles of sand. Just Gotta have them. Why not? And um, stuff like that happens. And then, uh, yeah, Meatloaf's truck swerves. He does a sick barrel roll that. Is clearly lethal. Like you're like, damn, like that guy's dead as as hell. And but don't worry, folks, because then his truck gets hit by a goddamn train, <laughs> a train just out of nowhere, like a, as stealthy as his truck was. A train just a appears. ninja train. A ninja train came out. Boom! A huge explosion. <laughs> perfect. And 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 we and we uh we go out. And Nick, a, what what is a, the what is the epilogue after that? There's an epilogue. No, there's nothing. There's oh, roll right. credits over that sucker. <laughs> Explosion well, roll credits. There's there's cooking meatloaf and uh, a Randy Travis outro song. Yeah, it's like a sweet one too. Yeah, this is I I gotta say this is a very in a lot of ways for all the explosions and and death I've been describing a very sweet movie in a lot of ways that like we really care or at least the movie wants you to care about the all the deaths uh, and travails of these henchmen that are traveling. Uh, with Jack Cruz, um, one guy gets shot and dies, and we find out that he was an FBI agent, and he'll never realize his dream of owning a lake. Yada yada. This oh, is my great. big problem with this movie this time around is is that we just we get distracted from trucks, Swayze, and Meatloaf. Um, so you're it, saying like the big problem is like the same problem you have with God with uh, American made Godzilla movies, where yeah. they, you start focusing on the people instead of the monster. Yeah, I'd say that's apt. Another way to put it, as you know, I told the joke earlier off air. Um, this is kind of Sad Max Fury Road in the in the sense that we've got a convoy, and um, it's just getting attacked, and that's the core of the movie. If it had more courage of intention, and it was just a convoy versus attackers movie, pretty much start to finish, a la Fury Road. I think it, this would be like an all time action classic. I'd still say I, I still I it I would say you should see it. Yeah, let, we're getting into recommendations. I'd say oh, okay, it's yeah. worth Sorry. worth a look. No, not at all. We're we're there. Um, my my two cents on this. Go ahead. Uh, maybe crack a crack a couple cans, flick a couple lighters, if you know what I mean. Watch the first few truck battles in this movie. They're great. There's a lot of ridiculous stuff happening. Go ahead. Feel free to take a nap through the like kind of like I don't know second act twenty thirty minutes. And then wake up for that last meatloaf truck battle because it's awesome. Oh, it's yeah, it's 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 definitely worth it. And I, it might be hard to find right now at this moment in uh, 
end of 2017, early 2018, because on Netflix, it is not available. Not available on Amazon streaming, not available on Netflix. If you type in Black Dog, the movies that come up instead, if you like Black Dog, oh, will be uh, Highway to Hell, uh, the Rodney Carrington Here Comes the Truth comedy special, and Vehicle 19 starring R.I.P. Paul Walker. Oh, so sad. And apparently a uh, Black Dog for the early aughts. Yeah, uh, totally, totally that. Little side note on that movie. I saw that, I saw Fast 7 in theaters, the one that ends with Paul Walker's basically going to heaven in a car sequence. Yeah. And there was nary a dry eye in that theater. And oh. it was all bros just trying to qui- <laughs> cry as quietly as possible. <laughs> Pretty great. Just trying to wash out their Jersey Shores. <laughs> uh, so we both recommend this, and I don't see that much wrong with this uh, uh, cornucopia of carnage. But you, it has a ten. Like per, it I, has a ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and that does yeah, not seem. That's a little harsh. I, I'd say I think you liked it a little bit more than I did. I, I I was I was where you were once. I think I was just as enthusiastic. Yeah. Um, now I'm I'm seeing it through the eyes of someone that's seen this movie seasoned. too many times, <laughs> a seasoned veteran of yeah. Black Dog. Yeah, um, I I know that apparently this is a cult uh, film at this point. I would love to talk to some dog heads out there. Um, what what? Well, I, you have a you have an interesting theory, and I say you have an interesting theory because I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not behind it. I believe they came up with the Black Dog title and idea off of a pre-existing urban legend among the trucking community about the black dog and you say and i say the screenwriters farted out the black dog detail and it just kind of became a cultural thing a reference point a la Slenderman, and that black dog as a sort of trucker metaphysical concept originated with this movie even though you can, and I mean, these are all new, but you can find YouTube testimonials from truckers about their their own black dog experiences, and I, I watched a couple of them. Agree, agree. But my 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 thing is, it's still in, inconclusive. I'm going to be sending some emails to some people involved with the film. Who knows? Maybe a screenwriter out there will be like, "Yeah, we just uh, kind of winged it on the whole black dog thing." Uh, so what? I, I can't find the. I will scratch it i guess well while you're looking for that i just want to say that my fan theory of the week is that um jack cruz is actually an amnesiac and he is actually bodhi from point break Ooh, uh bodhi like never this. died he was surfing and all those morons were like well i guess he's gonna die in this crazy way it's not like that guy can surf bodhi lives uh gets amnesia and winds up as a very square family man trucker guy but he can never leave trouble behind. That's right. He can't. Action finds him. Yeah, I mean, it's Bodhi. That's <laughs> right. It, it is. It's Bodhi. And uh, Bodhi is now the black dog. Well, I think that wraps up our thoughts on the film. Uh, Nick, did you have any other notes or trivia on the movie you wanted to cover before we go? Uh, no, I was. there was one thing I was looking for, but hopefully I'll find it and we can just get it into the next film because it, it will be a recurring thing, I think. But... Um, do we? I think we we came to the t- we came to the they did wrong right, which was a thing we used to look for in films against humanity. Yes, uh, and yes. I think, this is fun. There's a lot of good here for sure. Yes, and so you should uh, go 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 check out the Black Dog and watch out for it if you're driving uh, late at night without a lot of sleep and you're you're carrying illegal guns across multiple states. 
<laughs> and uh, the black dog might get you, and you don't want that. But honestly, what would you say the moral of this film is? Because everything kind of comes out great for him in the end. Like, the FBI yeah. practically gives him a high five, and... I don't know. I guess he never gets his money. So hypothetically, that bank well, he has a new the life. House. They, they the FBI paid for his house. Remember? I do not remember that. Yeah, they're like, you don't have to worry about foreclosure and your licenses. Here's your license and here's a truck and there you go. I don't. Okay, all right. I don't, I just wow, wow. I mean, maybe. Needle Needle Nose Ned <laughs> and Charles S. Dutton can accomplish miracles. Okay. Yeah, we didn't even go into the FBI and ATF characters because woof. Who 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 has the time really? <laughs> there was too many. There were too many trucks exploding to oh, get into those yeah. guys. They're just in suits in an office. Who cares? Uh, but in the end, they save his house and they gave him a new life, and uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, bonus hints for some coming upcoming episodes. Uh, Nick, on his pursuit of finding a streaming version of this, has found a wealth of trucker movies that might end up as a future episode. Um, but who knows? We'll be throwing some curveballs in the future. Yes, for sure. Uh, it's all in the stars somewhere. Yeah. All right. Thanks, folks. Yeah. We'll see you again. All right. Bye. Peace. You've been listening to VHS Vengeance on You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs>